We are talking to you from the past. But it's now. For us. It's a conundrum. For you, it's our future. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are both on vacation as you listen to this. This is a pre-recorded podcast because, yeah, we're both uh, out and about. Decided we wanted to leave you with a podcast to listen to so that you don't have a break in the chain like you had the whole month of April. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, it's us, Coach Adam and Coach Anthony with the Fit AF. Feeling great. And Coach Anthony has been doing some interesting stuff lately with running, mm. which we're going to talk to you about. I am a, All sorts I'm of not stuff. a seasoned um, competition runner like Anthony's doing, but I'm definitely a seasoned runner. I got my start in running, and it's definitely the thing that I can return to pretty much any time. So, yeah, we're going to talk to you about what that looks like, how you get started running, even if you're a person who's got you know, a lot of weight on you and you're very deconditioned. We can talk to you about how just starting to walk, oh, yeah. you know, every day or every other day. Um, and this is a struggle off. I'm having with a lot of our clients right now too, because they all want to start running because they see my running Yep. and they're all used to my kind of training yeah. and they do not have the HRV for this. So, <laughs> so like getting them into like an actual training running program has been pretty rough. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, running's a whole different ball game. I mean, it is different. Like I was telling them, I was like, I know it sucks in the beginning doing it training this way. It's like, but if you actually continuously do it, it gets better, and then you feel really good as you're doing. Yeah, it. like I'm not in really any pain like I was last time I was training for a marathon. Yeah, before I got injured. So, well, yeah, the injury will definitely cause a lot of pain. <laughs> well, I just mean it's because I was just training like I always do for everything yep. instead of training to be a runner. So. Well, and even so you and I were running a lot before I went to basic training and your running form was not what I imagine it is now, Mm-mm. um, which this isn't, this isn't a jab because I saw you fall down more than twice mm-hmm. <laughs> and your ass would just get back up and keep going. <laughs> you definitely have heart, man. You've got a ton of heart. And that's a, I even talked to, uh, my boss who's, who's a very, very seasoned long distance runner um about how like you had some form stuff i'm like but here's the thing that dude could run 26 miles with bad form because he just won't quit i'm like that's just his mentality and yep. uh so if you fixed his form he'd, he'd be a beast so uh what is it you're training for again a half or a full um i'm doing a couple different sections so that was the other thing like you know like mm-hmm. me and my buddy were like we're gonna train for a marathon <laughs> nothing in between nothing so, in between. uh I'm training for a full marathon, but it's a long distance out. It's uh, about another three, four months, and I've been running now for about three months. Um, I have, I've already, I just ran actually a half marathon last week, or yeah, last week. Heck um, yeah. And that was fine. Um, but I mean, most of mine is just, you know, the the volume is increasing as we go along. Uh, mm-hmm. We did a couple 5Ks, me and my buddy CIA Pat. Um, not actually in the CIA. He just looks like it. Um, yeah. especially now with his mustache. Allegedly not yeah. actually in the CIA. <laughs> or is he? I'm so glad that I gave him that nickname um, and stuck. <laughs> so we have, we did like a bunch of, uh, five K's, you know, to kind of get it broken in and everything. Uh, we have a 10 K coming up June 12th. Nice. It's like a donut 10 K and then. Will you get donuts? Yeah. The whole way. I would donut like holes. to participate in this yeah. event, please. When is it? Donut hole, June 12th. So I'm a drill three weeks. Yeah. Darn it. 
Um, you had donut holes like every, they hand you a little bucket every like quarter mile. That actually sounds like a terrible idea. Sounds awesome. It sounds like a I was going to run harder and faster. Everywhere. You hope it rains. I the ate next nine day. tacos yesterday and then went on a seven mile run. Oh boy. Like I went to Mas Chingon down okay. the street. So starting with don't, <laughs> don't eat seven tacos and go run. That's it was not nine tacos, not seven. But <laughs> so you've been, you've been working with the coach though too, haven't you? Yeah. And then like that was a lot of it was just because, you know, like my thing is I'm, I've done CrossFit powerlifting, all these other things. And I just essentially applied my knowledge in those to my running. And it's like, you go hard as far as long as you can yeah, and you'll be fine. It'll eventually come. And that's not how you approach running at that's all, especially, yep. <laughs> especially if you're uh, trying to get good at running, like running isn't just an all out lactic acid training session. Like that's not what it's about. No, that's actually kind of your enemy. Yep. I mean, yeah. it's important to have those in there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to build speed and get like faster times. It's like, but they're usually fewer and far between than like what you would actually think. Yeah. Um, a lot of it, like, you know, like that's the thing I've been learning, like, uh, or I've learned is keeping your heart in the aerobic capacity space and like uh for longer durations like that was the hard thing for me like starting off like running at my current pace right now my heart rate would be like 160s yep but now i'm able to keep like a sub eight minute mile for consecutive miles and keep it in 140s with ease nice and uh building the aerobic capacity and this is like what i'm having trouble translate to our current clients because they want to run they're like they're these two women they already have high yeah <laughs> high blood pressure all this other stuff and like they're running like if i get just like a slow jog in my heart rate like we'll go up to like 160 i'm like well then go slower go slower they're like, you're what? gonna be able like, to walk uphill i told him i was like it's gonna suck I'm yep. like, but i promise you if you do this and you do it for miles and you keep adding like volume it's like it's gonna you're gonna realize like your heart rate's gonna start dropping all these other things i was like yeah. just like mine does and like you know it sucks in the beginning because you're going slow and you're like i'm used to like fast like freaking movement you know i did crossfit all these other things like where everything's mm-hmm. explosive like you have to be quick for time you know every minute on the minute whatever it is like you're just go go like once it's that time you go yeah and like uh so like that's what my mindset's used to so like actually like the transition to this running has helped me with a whole lot of other stuff too like rounds out your fitness yeah mm-hmm. not only that but just like mentally like you yeah know, patience all this other stuff is like coming to it when like, I think you just get a different set of of neurotransmitters from running than you do from lifting. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's it's one of those things that, like, you don't feel it until you feel it. Or you, mm-hmm. can't, you can't understand it until you feel it. Because I know, you know, like I said, that was my start into fitness before oh, yeah. I put any muscle on or anything. It was just lots and lots and lots of running and, and calisthenic stuff, um, basic calisthenic stuff, yeah. you know. And, you know, there's a point where I was running 40, 50 miles a week. And it was just like, it was a coping thing for me. You know, I I remember I was about 19 years old and I was working hospice, which is kind of a tough job for a 19 year old or for anybody really. Yeah, let's say anybody. Yeah. I have a friend Um, or a family member who works essentially not hospice, but I mean, she's just waiting for people to die and it's horrible. Yeah. Getting out of it. And end of life care is tough, but as a 19 year old, you know, that has all the coping skills of a 19 year old, it it was definitely a, um, uh, a saving coping mechanism from, from, you know, kind of falling in the pit, having to deal with that kind of dark stuff, I mean, not dark stuff, but you know, to a 19 year old, it seems dark. It really shatters your idea of, of impermanence and, and vulnerability. But you know, that running was, was just a way to blow off steam at the end of the end of the day. And especially just to contemplate, I've, I've always been a runner that doesn't wear headphones and stuff like that. 
Um, even when I bought the nice ones you recommended, I just couldn't do it. But uh, it's one of those things that like gives you time to think, but it gives you like the physical exertion to kind of exercise, you know, whatever yeah. you're thinking about um, and get it out of your system. I so. think for me, my favorite, now that I've gotten to the point where I can run a really good long distance, like, you know, I can run 13 plus miles and be fine. Yeah. Like, you know, like I might be like a little sore the next day, but nothing like crazy anymore, especially if I keep it aerobic. Yep. Like if I do 10 miles at aerobic pace, I don't even feel it the next day. Like I'm able to go lift and do whatever 13. Yeah. Like when I pushed it, you know, I pushed the three extra miles. Like I was a little sore, but I could have definitely ran further if I really pushed it. Oh, but yeah. <clears throat> I think my favorite part is, you know, I do it outside. I don't do it on treadmills or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was the other day there was like a thunderstorm rolling in as I was like halfway through my run. Like, you know, like just started like, I love running in the rain. Yeah. It's like started like a light rain. It wasn't like crazy, but like, watching the storm roll in like you know the sun's on the other side because the storm's rolling in like it's pouring on me like it was like yeah. a beautiful experience like and not only that like i get in the zone you know like i i listen to music when i run but like it's kind of it kind of helps me drift away too yeah like and like i focus more on like what i'm my breathing and all like how my foot's falling and all this other stuff when i'm mm-hmm. music's just playing in the background and then you know like I've been hit like a bunch. Now that I'm running distance, it's like a lot of euphoria, at like a certain part too. You know, like you just yeah. get extremely the happy and like high. appreciative, yeah, like about the stuff. So, I'd say um, the hardest part for most people, depending on like where you're coming from, um, if you're starting from bare bones beginning, like we have no fitness whatsoever, it's going to be just getting volume in. Period. Yep. Um, starting just, somewhere, which is just starting at a walk, you know, or yep. or like you know, uh, intermittent. So like, you're just gonna jog for a short time, then walk, yeah. jog, walk, and then just let those jogging points get longer and longer until eventually mm-hmm. you're at a mile. Then you can do a mile and then you can do a mile and a half, you know, and then like, you just keep adding to it. It's a slow progress. I was, yeah. I mean, we, started, I think people, started a half a mile. Yeah. You know, I, there's a individual in the magic the gathering community, um, that I'm friendly with. He's a good acquaintance. Um, and he's, you know, got, got weight on him, significant amount of weight. Um, and, and health issues aside, you know what I mean? Um, that have got him there, but he finally got some of those health issues resolved and he started walking to finally get the weight off. I think he lost like 28 pounds in 22 days and he started with, uh, or no, he lost 22 pounds in 28 days and he started with like a quarter mile walk. You know what I mean? Yep. And he's not running yet, but just the importance of, you know, the fact that the milestones when it comes to walking or running or, or distance events in general really can help motivate you because I remember, you know, I, I went into his place and we were talking, you know, trading card game stuff, nerdy stuff. Um, and he just like wanted to tell me because he knows that I'm a fitness trainer. He knows about the fit AF and was like, Hey, I started at a quarter mile and now I'm walking two miles every day. And I'm yeah. like, dude, that's, that's killer. And like any, he, he looked different. He looked like he was probably more confidence. Oh stuff. yeah. And he just felt like he was over the hump, you know, like yeah. getting over the, the health stuffs that was in his way was certainly helpful, but just being able to do this stuff and then see his milestones in, in fat loss and in his ability to do more was such an important thing. And I think that's a gift of running is that all you need is your, your two legs. Yep. And, um, two legs and some shoes and you're good to yeah, go and a place to go. And it's like, you know, there's no shortage of places to go, but you know, that's, that's something that 
I recognized even for me when I first started, you know, I wasn't lifting and, and I got that sense in lifting too, once I was adding more weight and stuff, but it was a little slower process because the yep. techniques are different. But, um, yeah, with running, when I was got to the point where my goal was when I was a young gun and, you know, wanted stupid things for myself was to get, uh, five, five miles, seven, uh, sub seven minute miles for five miles. And when I achieved that, you know, like the ultimate goal and, and then even took that fur- further, um, you know, it was, it was a huge boost to my confidence just as an individual and my, my own personal abilities. So I, I really think running is a gift in that way. I mean, even for oh, yeah. you as a, as a power lifter and strength trainer to recognize the benefits for the first time, really getting into it, you know, without injuries. Yeah. I mean, know. and my injuries were caused because I went at a wrong, you know, I went into it for me. I'm the exact opposite. I, I put on muscle really quick. So like yeah. the weights will go up quick. Like once I start a program and I start eating the way you're like you're supposed to when you're weightlifting, all this other stuff. So like for me, I mean, running the endurance comes quick, but like there's different, has different impact on your body, yeah. especially if like you're heavier and all this other stuff, like carrying a lot more muscle and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like I've leaned out significantly like while running obviously and everything like that. Yeah. Um, especially in the beginning now it's kind of like tapered off, you know, I'm, I'm like right around 180, 178 on average, but yeah. the running is getting better. My endurance and my legs, all that stuff. Um, I'd say, hmm. You're definitely going to feel that soreness too, just like with lifting. Yeah. But when I first got into running or like I returned to it after, after winter months and stuff, cause I'm just not a treadmill runner and I recover my running capacity really quickly, your hips and your ankles, just because it's not a normal range of motion walking, you know, yep. um, you definitely feel it there. So it is kind of more in the joints that you feel it. Um, you'll feel it in your muscles too, but that's what I always notice is that like my, my hips and my ankles Mine's are really going to feel the runs. And that's probably why, like I had like that Achilles little t- yeah. tear when I did, cause I just went from that to like zero to what was it like in four weeks I was running a, I tried running a half marathon. You did your, your regular, yep. give it a hundred percent intensity. Yep. And I think <laughs> now it's been like, what, like running for like three months and I finally did my first half marathon by my coach. Yeah. It was good killer like you know i was still have like it's always my ankles that are a little sore but i always have tight ankles anyway yeah always have so i guess you worked on got huh? some tight ankles big boy that's right that's right it's from all that squatting yeah <laughs> loose butt tight ankles wonder if that'll round out your <laughs> you know your legs to <laughs> butt ratio which is significant <laughs> no never no got the jeans for huge booty yeah they got yeah. thick thighs and mm-hmm. booty so what did you start at? Like, what was the first, what did the first two weeks look like? Uh, first two weeks, uh, I still was like, I had conditioning to run like a 5k, but like essentially the first two weeks it was 5k or less, but it was like at all heart rate. So like I had to keep my heart, you know, yeah. like between for me, it's like one, 145 and 149. Yeah. Cause anything zone above, two. yeah, anything above 149, like you start getting the zone three and it becomes like, you still have aerobic capacity in there, but it's, it has lactic training too. And then anything above that's all lactic training, obviously. Yeah. Um, which those are important too, but like for people like two the two other girls who were doing the running and stuff with me, like they're going to do actually the 10 K with me and Pat. Yeah. Um, like they're only used to lactic. So like, they're like, Oh yeah, we blasted out these. I'm like, yeah. I was like, what was your heart rate? It was like one of them got to like 200 I'm like how's that even possible 
Yeah. Wow. I'm like, that's, I didn't know that was a number you could hit. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was, like I've never hit a 200 in my heart rate ever. So heart rate's really important too, because I use the, the, you know, zones are good if you have the equipment to do it. Um, mm-hmm. if you just have a heart rate monitor that doesn't tell you zones, I go by the rule of 180 minus your age. And if you've been significantly ill, you minus another 10. If you're significantly deconditioned or you're just getting to yeah. it, you minus another 10. But that was infuriating to me as someone who would run probably yeah. in that zone three um, for miles and miles and miles. And then to learn yeah. that uh, that heart rate training to have to slow down, it was it was extremely infuriating. But I could put a lot more distance out. Yeah. And then, like you said, as it starts to pick up, um, you know, you're a lot more motivated and it's weird too, because it's almost like, it's almost like your body needs like a, a couple weeks or a few weeks to adapt to it. And then suddenly it, yep. it really starts to stick there, but it also tells you like how recovered you are, oh, yeah. you know, like if you keep doing it and then suddenly you can't keep your heart rate down, you definitely need to slow it down and, and put some recovery time in. Not only that, but like building your aerobic engine, all that stuff will make it so that you do recover better from everything yep. else. So, um, yeah, the first few weeks was rough just mentally because, um, you know, like I said, like you feel like you're dragging. I'm used to be able to keep that lactic. I can keep in the lactic zone for miles as well. Like I, yeah. I can run at like a 160, 180 heart rate and for a couple miles. And like, I remember the first 5k I did before, like I got the coach, like I did like a, like I hadn't been running and I did like eight minute miles yep. and was dying. And then when I started doing the heart rate from the coach, it was like nine plus minutes. It was like, motherfucker, it felt yeah. so slow. But now it was the last, I did a five mile run the other day and it was, did a five mile run the other day. We got doggies running through. Hold on. We got doggies <laughs> in for some reason. Yep. Um, did a five mile like in between and I, it was like seven, just above seven for yeah. five miles straight. It was like seven, 11 or something like that. Oh, for nice. five straight miles with ease. Like it felt good. And like, uh, I did that 13 and it was sub nine each mile. Nice. And that was, that was actually a lower heart rate too. I did like 142. Yeah. I got in that zone. Yeah. And I, I always tell people it's like, um, think of like your car changing gears, you know, except with your heart, it's going to adapt to the gear that you're training in. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's, what's cool about, about the human body is like, that's the point, you know, we adapt to the stimulus. So if you provide that stimulus, it'll eventually start adapting. The other cool part about that aerobic zone is that like, that's your premium fat burning zone. You know, if you even want to do aerobic at like a low intensity, um, but for a long duration, something I, I picked up on last year's cut was I would put the treadmill at like an eight or 9% incline and I would just walk and that a tears up your glutes like crazy, but B like it was just an easier way to get a ton of fat loss out of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because you're. Um, that Greg Duchette that I follow, like he, he says a better butter burner. You're <laughs> actually training your ability to burn fat. So that's the really cool thing about, about aerobic fitness in general is the better aerobically fit you are, the better you're going to be able to utilize your fat stores in a fitness or a standard environment. So you're, you're just going to be better at burning your own, your own stored body fat. Yeah. I mean, as far as like going for aesthetics or anything like that, like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I look fucking good. Not to be cocky, but it's because that mustache. It's because my nutrition, man. Yeah. Like everyone's like, well, you know, I ran and then I got soft. I'm like, you only get soft if you're not eating enough protein and all that yeah. stuff. 
because I've kept I just up my protein and I keep my calories even kind of close to the same. Yep. And like I just lose weight and then I stay just as hard as yeah. I usually do. The people they're thinking about are the people that run to such an excess that it's like you're go- you have nothing else to burn but your muscle tissue. Yeah. That doesn't come with three to five mile runs. Yeah. You know what I mean? That doesn't even, I mean. Even that, if you're running this, like I just up my protein yeah. and calories on those days. Like when I did that exactly. uh, half marathon, guess what? I usually or like right now I'm at like 28, mm-hmm. 3,000. I did almost 4,000 some calories that day. And like I didn't lose or gain anything from it because I burned like, I think it was like near, it was like 1,500 or something calories during that. Yeah. <laughs> 15, 1,800, something like that. Yeah, it's one of those things that it's like you you really have to be mindful of, of who's saying what, you know what I mean? And talk to people that have actually went through it and they're like taking care of their nutrition. They're accounting for, for each strategy and how it's how it has a place in the whole strategy. Which is another reason why I'm doing this as well. Like, you know, I've I've delved into all the lifting sports that you can, there's a new one out actually I was just telling Adam before this podcast that yeah. I'm kind of interested in. It has running and everything. It's kinda of like a CrossFit but a little bit little different it's just more like one event but just really freaking long uh i think it's called h rock or something like that i was watching yeah. a video on it last night it's really cool but uh heck what were we talking about shit i was ahead of thought running before. events are like the first time you're done you're yeah so into like the main reason one of the other reasons i initially got into it is like it'd be cool like to say like you know as a coach like yeah, i did a couple marathons you know like i've done powerlifting meets i've done olympic lifting meets i've done crossfit competitions you know like all this stuff like that way you know it's kind of like a proving point like hey yeah i've done all this stuff so yeah you want training that i can show you how to do it like whatever mm-hmm. like, they can come to me for all aspects of another reason why i want to do a triathlon and be cool too yeah like, you know like it definitely swimming. talked to my boss about that yeah. he's done iron man so I've, that's why i've still been doing a lot of biking too because the whole point after the marathon was to be like a triathlon mm-hmm. that way i already have my biking built up as well to some extent i start swimming yeah, that I'm not too worried about. I was a swimmer in high school Can't and stuff. wait to see you fully shaved. Oh, my God. Why? Why wouldn't you? I'm not going to shave my head. You're going to shave everything. My long locks, baby. Can't wait. Long, curly locks, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just wear a but yeah, skull it's, cap. Um, our monk program, too, has a lot of running built into it. Yeah. So if you're if you're interested on the monk side and you're a beginner, that's, that's definitely the program to reach for. I mean, it's about... You know, training calisthenics, making sure you have the strength, but also, you know, that aerobic capacity. And that's, it's got sprints built into it um, because sprinting is important just to build that capacity to run further too. If you are running for distance, you know, um, I will say like, you do have to adjust your training for it. Like for me, I don't, I can't do legs three times a week if I'm running that kind of volume. I I do legs pretty much once a week and then I'll do like some like balance and accessory stuff for legs every now and then. Yeah. But like. I can't destroy my legs and then go for a 13 mile run. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it's just not how it works. It does make things. Difficult. So, I mean, I still hit legs pretty hard once a week. I'll do like more hypertrophy and like, I'll do like one strength movement and then a bunch of hypertrophy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really lost any size like at all, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but I also, I'm also a posterior dominant runner. So yeah. So nope. I have a big old booty. No way. Yeah. <laughs> what? So much surprise. <laughs> well, I remember I used to run with uh, my other coach buddy, Andy, and he was quad dominant. So his front would always hurt and my back would always hurt. Like, he'd be like, you feeling your ass? I'm like, yeah. yeah. My ass and my hamstrings <laughs> are on fire from, like, sprints. But oh, he'd, yeah. like, be all on his quads because he ran on his toes or something. Yeah. 
Uh, no, definitely. I mean, even if you just, if your only access is YouTube videos, look up good running form too, because you yeah. can mess yourself up pretty good. If, if you know, it's just like lifting, yeah. like there has to be good form. You got to focus on certain things. So you're not running into an injury. You know what I mean? Yep. And like, that's kind of my coach. Like, you know, I sent him videos of my running and he gave me pointers and like we've corrected. I wouldn't say I'm perfect, but it's definitely much better. My feet don't drag anywhere when I'm running anymore or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, as I progressed through the weeks, like, you know, the first few weeks are always the hardest. Like once your heart, like, and everything adjusts to like keeping heart rate, then it becomes easier. Cause now I mm-hmm. really don't have to even follow my heart rate monitor for the most part, you know, like every now and then I'll glance at it, but I can feel where I'm at too. Yeah. I can tell by how I'm breathing, you know, like, uh, how much I'm sweating or depending on the days it's been more, it's getting hotter here in Nebraska and more humid. Yes. And so like humid too. Yeah. Like my 13 was on that last really humid day. Yeah. And I was fucking hating it. Like, so I, <laughs> funny fun. story. I was uh, doing this around Zarinsky and I've, I've ran a, around every pretty much lake recently since I started my running the last three months. I go to a different lake. Like every, every time I go run in a week, I go to a different lake. Yeah. And, uh, I've done Zarinsky a few times, but it's usually been like during the week. And I went on the weekend this, I went on Saturday. So it's packed and, uh, which is fine, but it's also packed and everyone out in Zarinsky is rude as fuck. Yeah. So rude. West Omaha. Yeah. So fucking rude. <laughs> like, you know, I usually do like the, like little hand wave, you know, as you run by people, no one's acknowledging it. Not even like acknowledging that you're a person. And I'm like, okay, I'm, it's humid as hell. It's like hundred percent humidity. It's like 89 degrees out. I'm running. And, like, by the end of it, these so many people, like, they're in my way. And, like, they're not being polite and getting out of the way. Even if you call out, like, hey, come on, you left. They won't get out of the way. So, like, I got the first big loop of my 13-mile run. Yeah. You know, like, you know, that's eight. I think it's, like, eight points something. Yeah. So, I had to go, like, do my second loop around the big lake again. (laughs) Animal. (laughs) Um, second, Second loop around the big lake in order to get my 13 in. And then, like, a little partial loop around. So like I got my eight, I had five left. People are in the way. I get so pissed. I um, people aren't getting out of the way, so I, I just do the next best thing and start fucking elbowing them out of the way and yeah. shoving them to the grass. Move. I shoved three people into the fucking grass oh and just gosh. kept running. And like in my head, I'm like, I fucking dare them to catch me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to keep up with me. None of you yep. guys are doing this shit. But I got so mad, and I was like asking my grandma because I went over and helped her yeah. do some stuff because she lives right on Zarinsky. I was like. I was like, I was like, you guys have a paper for Zarinsky, don't you? She's like, yeah, we have like a little journal that they release. I'm like, I was like, I hope I'm in the paper this, yeah. <laughs> this week. Shit, like, there's a madman running around Zarinsky shoving, <laughs> shoving people into the grass. the grass, dude. But it was so frustrating. I mean, yeah. I've ran, I've ran around Chalco, I've ran, you know, around uh, Prairie King, I've ran around Walnut Creek, all these places, and they're like in fancy neighborhoods, and everyone's so nice. Yeah, like you know, do like the head nod, like everyone's like, oh, even if they're riding a bike, they lift their hand up, like, hey. But yeah. Everyone's well, Zerinsky. Fucking assholes. I remember when you and I were running around Standing Bear years ago, and we went through a cloud of bugs. Oh, yeah. And we both inhaled so many, like, and literally inhaled them into our lungs and throat, and we were just coughing up bugs for, like, the next 20, 30 minutes. Like, I was coughing up bugs the rest of the day, dude. Yep. It was awful. That that kind of that, turned me off. I remember that. Yeah, early morning runs are actually the worst because the bugs are yeah, hard. You, you at least here in Nebraska. Them, yeah. Here in Nebraska, yeah, in the morning and, like, in the evening. So, if you, like, go, like, midday, there's no bugs on the trails. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm guessing it's because it's hot, so, like, they're not flying around everywhere. But yep. I remember my worst experience when we got bugs was when we run through Xarbon and we went the extra. Like, oh, And we went yeah. over that bridge. 
and like it was like right over that little bridge where yep. there's like a little creek and like it was just like a giant swarm like, yeah, like that was a good one I remember too. I swallowed a couple and I was like ah! <laughs> uh don't let that deter you folks just don't yeah. just don't run over water in the early morning I mean, it's just like anything fine. else there's hazards and everything there's gonna be hazards but I like I like running too because you have to face nature with it whereas like you can be in an air-conditioned gym and even with the thing that is supposed to be suffering, like exercise, you're trying to like ease your discomfort. And it's like, dude, just suffer, like just deal with it. I will say it's for me, running has become something like, uh, it's like a form of meditation at this point. Cause I can go so long Yeah. to like where like, you know, like, and I'm not like trying to crush it every single time. Like I, I think I, I told you I did like sub seven, five K yeah. for each mile. Yeah. They're the other, like That's a killer. week ago. Which for me is good because I'm—I mean, most people know me, but know that I'm not built to be a runner. Yeah. I'm fighting against all of my nature. Yeah. Even my 23andMe told me I am. My uh, one <laughs> like of my Kimberly, traits is being a sprinter. Natural, natural born sprinter. Yeah, this is a natural born sprinter because yep. I'm huh. such such a freaking Neanderthal. Yeah. That's one of my Neanderthal traits is that I'm a sprinter. Is <laughs> your sprinter? Yeah. That's funny. It's like you're better for sprinting. I'm like, well, <laughs> if only they knew how wrong they are now. <laughs> <laughs> But oh man, I'd say the biggest pointer for building up for a running competition of any sort is just take your time and mm-hmm. you know if you don't know what you're doing, um, the easiest way is to get a heart rate tracker and like you can look up what your heart rate's supposed to be at in all these zones depending on your age and weight and all this stuff. Yep, and that's an easy thing to just kind of track yourself. If you feel like you want to get really heavy into it, get a coach. You don't have to, don't have to always have a coach, obviously. Just yeah. like once you get into a rhythm and like you know what you're doing and you've done most of what you're doing and you just keep doing marathon to marathon, you probably don't need a coach every single marathon. If yeah. you got to the point of doing a marathon and you just want to keep doing marathons, then you probably don't have to do a coach the entire time. Mm-hmm. Once you're to the point of doing a marathon, it's just keeping that volume up. Your and initial it's easier. Yeah, like, and then like, you know, like the main thing with running isn't necessarily how much you do it all at once. It's about accumulation, mm-hmm. which is like one of the other big things. Like, you know, like for me, like what is it last? So in April I did... I did 52 miles. It's the 25th of uh, May. I'm at 74. Oh, wow. So I've already done 22 22 miles more than I did last month, and I still have five days left. I have to run, not today, but I'm running tomorrow, and then probably Thursday before I leave Mm -hmm. for Seattle. So then I might run one day while I'm there. The France of America. Yes, beautiful. Goddamn commies. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. Uh, All right, folks. Definitely reach out to us. Ask us about running. Um, you know, we, we can give you the knowledge <laughs> and help you and actually schedule a plan for you. We yeah. do do custom plans for you, too. So, yeah. you know, you don't have to sign up for Monk Fighter or Brute. We can reach out and, and get some plans. I know that we've got yeah, uh, any Tactical Fighter for our for some of our military folk and uh, even yeah. have another um, individual who's a uh, Ranger qualified who's yeah. going to be reaching out to us here soon, going to set him up with a program. So... We can set you up with all sorts of stuff depending on your goals. Just let us know. Yeah. We love you, folks. Bye. Bye.